Welcome to the Dry Bones Ministries podcast. Each week, we'll bring you inspiring homilies and powerful stories from real Catholics, all about the truth, goodness, and beauty of Christ and His Church. If you're interested in supporting the work that we're doing, you can visit drybonespgh.org or follow us on social media at drybonespgh. Thanks for joining us. We hope that you are reminded of how much the Lord loves you and that you hear His invitation for you to come to life. Morning again, everybody. Got back, uh, my head's a little foggy. I got back late last night from a buddy of mine's funeral. I think I told you on Monday. 41-year-old priest in uh, the Diocese of Lafayette and uh, didn't show up for a baptism. He had a heart attack and died. So his name's Chris Roberts. So please pray for, for him and his family. It's beautiful. We went, we went out on Monday and and uh, spent time with his family and his staff and everything like that. Every, everybody was obviously in shock, but what was so nice was to meet his friends. So we, I had lived next to Chris, Father Chris, in Rome. And uh, for three years, we lived next to each other. And uh, so I didn't really know any of his friends from back home. So just getting to meet these couples, and Father Chris was very, very, very quirky. He was brilliant, graduated from Harvard, had all kind of degrees. I mean, brilliant, brilliant. And you know, sometimes when some people are so smart, the basic things they don't, you know, <laughs> social cues and relationships and stuff like that. He was so bright, you know, he'd be like walking across the street and just stop because he was thinking, you know, <laughs> so he missed a lot of the social cues. So he was amazing, faithful priest, but kind of socially awkward and real quirky and but these friends just loved him and gave him a home. My friend, Father Kim Shrek, was probably his closest friend. That's who I went out with. And Kim has this amazing quality where he just is able to love. And all of his friend's weirdness, and that's what <laughs> my weirdness, everybody, that's what these friends out there in Lafayette did. They just gave him a home. He had a very difficult, very, very difficult childhood. So that's why he didn't know how to ride a bike. So he, you know, graduated with like first in his class at Harvard, couldn't ride a bike. <laughs> so you see, but they just gave him a home and just accepted him and all of his whatever. And it was very fun to be around as well. I don't want to give you the wrong impression, but. That's what most struck me. He was rejected a lot in life because a lot of people couldn't handle the social awkwardness. But the people who accepted him were blessed by his presence. And in turn, he was a very, very effective priest. He just flipped parish after parish and loved his people. And when we accept and we, we love each other, even in the midst of our quirkiness, we give each other the homes that we need to, I guess, to be able to be fruitful outside of the homes. It's a great lesson, great lesson for me, because it's very easy for me to carve the person up and to, to accept them, to love them, and 
and we just told funny stories about him for three days, you know, all of this quirkiness. And it's quite beautiful. St. Teresa of Avila is one of the greatest saints of the church. She founded, I think, 15 convents, and she named them all after St. Joseph. <laughs> she said, many saints have a particular thing. We go to St. Anthony of Padua to find lost things, and we go to this saint for this reason. We go to this saint for this reason. But she said, St. Joseph doesn't have a specialty because everything's his specialty. <laughs> so she just kept naming convent after convent after St. Joseph. Interesting about St. Teresa of Avila, she didn't really have her conversion until she was in her 40s. So there's hope for me and there's hope for you. She had a second conversion when she was 40. And she realized, because the convents back then, the reason that she reformed the Carmelites, she's the OCD Carmelites, the Order of Carmelites Disgaust. Disgaust means without shoes. Her nuns didn't wear shoes as a penance, right? But she... The, the convents back then were just, they were pretty normal. Teresa of Avila, when she first went in, she had a few rooms, wasn't a real tough life. People came and went. So she's, in her 40s, she realized, I'm not seeking after holiness. I'm not seeking after holiness. So then, boom, she caught fire. And her one goal was to be holy as her father was holy that we read in the scriptures. She said the only thing that's keeping us from being holy is our desire. Do you want to be holy? Are you trying? Am I trying to be holy? What do you want in life? That tells you everything. What do you most desire? If you most desire holiness, then our whole lives will be ordered to holiness. Teresa of Avila noticed she had become lukewarm. She was content with her slander. She was content with her gospel. She was content with being mediocre. Then boom, she woke up in her 40s and she said, there's only one thing that matters, conforming my life to Jesus. And then her whole life was ordered to that. And then nuns followed her. All these young women followed her because she, they saw that she was singularly focused. So let's ask to be singularly focused. The only thing that matters in life, doesn't matter that Father Chris went to Harvard and he did all it. He doesn't, trust me, he don't care about that now. The only thing that matters is our conformity with Jesus. The only thing that matters is our conformity with Jesus. So let's try. I know it's not all about our efforts. We hear about that all the time. Let's try today to not sin. Let's try today to be holy. And then tomorrow when we wake up, let's try to be holy. Then when Saturday when we wake up, let's try to be holy. One day at a time. One hour at a time. And if we do that, Christ will meet us and actually make us holy. Please stand.